0: Welcome to the Heaven Speaks podcast from Truth Codes. In these podcasts, we are listening, for want of a better word, to the energies and how they are going to interact with us in order that we can expand our vision, expand our frequency and expand our human life experience and truth. Now, these energies are all around us and yet in our default position We are mostly unaware of the energies themselves. Whilst we may think to ourselves, oh yes, there is a lovely crystal. Some of us go no further than just admiring the crystal for its beauty. But everything is frequency and everything is energy. Frequency, energy is in a continual expansion. Unless it's been contained. And unless it's been bound. So we are working with these frequencies in order to remove everything that is internal within us that prevents us from communicating, understanding and working at a higher frequency level with the energies around us. In short, we are removing everything that prevents us being at one with everything around us. Simple, it certainly sounds it. But wrapped up in the bindings that prevent us from accessing everything that is around us are often a set of beliefs. And belief is strong. We don't have to believe in order to reach truth. In fact, the very opposite is often the case. So it's not that you believe in truth. Truth just is. doesn't care if you believe in it or not because it stands true. And that plays with our human logical mind because we have been conditioned in this dimensional space referenced as Earth to accept a set of beliefs. Now beliefs are what is under every culture and is in each country which is again a division across the dimensional space referenced as Earth. Now this set of beliefs sit at a very unconscious waking mind level so it's not until we take ourselves out of our birth countries that we begin to actually see the belief settings and believe, see the belief themselves. While we're surrounded by people who share the same belief, we simply cannot see it. It's like everybody wearing the colour purple. If you were surrounded by everybody who wore the colour purple and nothing but the colour purple, you would not be able to see that colour unless there was another colour that came in to give you a contrast. Now, I'm using these words deliberately because they are bandied about in everyday human language and yet they remain hidden. So, unless you have something to contrast your belief system with, you simply cannot see it. And unless you can see something and make it conscious, to your waking everyday conscious mind, you cannot then challenge it. So many of you may be feeling very frustrated at this time, knowing that there is a movement that heaven wishes for you to make and not seeing a way forward. Because what stands in front of you is a set of beliefs and the set of beliefs is hiding the open door that it is standing in front of. Now you may be able to sort of kick around the edges of the belief system and see, aha, there's the door. But at every moment, while that belief system is awake, it will stand in front of you. And you cannot simply take it and throw it away because it's part of the operating system of your human life experience. You need the help of heaven and truth in order to remove the belief system. And even once you remove the belief system, you must allow the changes to unfold in order that you become comfortable without the belief system. Because often when we remove something, even if it is causing us great distress, when we remove something, the first thing our human logical mind does is say, hold on, there's a space there, I have to fill it. Now, if we carry on with the way that the human logical mind works, we would simply fill empty space for the sake of filling it. It's not truth to have everything filled up at once. That is a trauma response. It's a type of PTSD. And that is what we all walk with when we're in this dimensional space referenced as Earth, because this is a very painful space indeed. It doesn't matter how often we batten down the hatches, That pain will still reach us because the pain is not external, it's internal. And we can and we will heal it. But first of all, we have to remove the belief system that tries to tell us that this is normal life. And look, look around you. There are loads and loads of people, especially your human physical family, who carry the same set of beliefs and are having the same experiences. Now your mind will tell you, therefore it's truth, they're going through what you're going through, and yet there's a little part of you that knows there is more, that knows that this is not truth, and there's a way out. And that little voice will keep nudging you, because truth just is, and we are. So then, how do we address this without just simply talking about it? Well, we go deep into the heart space. Now our connection to the archangelic realms, our connection to the crystal kingdom and our connection to the crystal skull collective is imperative at this time. Now it doesn't matter where you step out from. I am not expecting you to be listening to this fully conversant with crystal skulls, archangels or crystals. There is a way in for all of you. The way in, of course, is the way out. So whether you're listening to this podcast expecting crystals, expecting skulls or expecting archangels, it doesn't matter because the way we work and the first way that we interact is always the same. Always we go through Christ into the deep heart space. Now even saying the word Christ might have triggered quite a few of you who are listening. That is because of the construct of religion and the hold that it has over the human life experience. We are bad, we are good, we are this, we are that. And we try to adhere to the strict rules that somebody has interpreted out of words that were not fully shared. While the word of God is truth, the presentation of it is often not. When they have redesigned the words while they have substituted them while they have given different translations while they have reordered the books while they have taken books out put other ones in blah 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 and on and on and on and on and on what you need is a connection to Christ that's it you don't need his life story you don't need all the different routes that he took, you just need Christ. While you can surrender to Christ, accept the sovereignty that Christ had, that he was a human physical male who was nailed to a cross and was crucified. Now the problem with religion is that it will have you at the cross with Christ. How many times do you have to stand at the foot of a cross looking at man who is Absolutely obliterated physically. Before you understand pain, once should be enough. What does it do holding you at the cross? It stops you from going where Christ did. We are taken to the cross in order that we can simply shed our human physical vehicle and carry on. Unlike Christ, we don't die physically in order to do this. He opened a door, a door the darkness was not ready for. Believe it or don't believe it, it doesn't matter. He went into death in order to reveal truth. And the one thing that all of humanity believe in is death. It doesn't matter what your belief structure, it doesn't matter what your religion It doesn't matter what your gender, it doesn't matter what your age is. One of the densest constructs ever given to this race is death. Some cultures will celebrate it. Some cultures will abhor it. Some cultures will use it as a weapon. But the fear of death is something that keeps us in place. The grief that it moves us into is all-encompassing. Now, I'm not just talking about this human timeline that you're in, the lifetime where you're listening to my voice now. There are many different timelines overlapping again and again and again. And we meet all these different souls over and over again, and it just triggers a grief from different timelines. So if darkness can hold you in the grief patterns, it can hold you in the belief that death is the end, then it just puts a closed sign on an exit door that exists with a belief system that's dancing in front of it. And the work that we do through truth codes, through the giftings that we give, through the tools that are brought through to aid you, is to remove everything in front of that door so that first of all you can see the door, and then you can work to align with the frequency of the door so that it opens and you go through. And your human logical mind may be going overdrive just now going, "This woman does not know what she's talking about." And at one point in my human life experience, I would have been on the other side of this podcast listening. I'm with everything that comes in truth. It comes from wider creation and truth. Validation. It doesn't matter how many times I have questioned something. It's been validated when it requires to be because it's truth. Never underestimate the power of the human mind to go no. Even though it's happening in front of your eyes, it will still go no. And then there comes a moment where you just let go and you understand. Now it's the understanding that you need to reach. And that is always beyond your fingertips. You don't get the understanding and then you get the walk. It's called a leap of faith for a reason. The Leaps of faith start off as small steps. So it's a bit like jumping over a a brick of Lego. Then it's like jumping over a brick. And then it's like jumping over a small puddle. And so on. Not always. But we're always rewarded when we take that leap. Why is it a leap? Well, it's a leap because there is a negative frequency in this dimensional space referenced as Earth. And what darkness does is condition the human logical mind so that it fills in the gaps. So there's information that's missing in this dimensional space, which is why there is a whole host of people who are searching out with this dimensional space. There are of course red herrings everywhere where you follow something and follow something and go round and round circles. Because the brain loves a puzzle. We don't go into puzzles, the heart knows truth. You go into your heart. So like an optical illusion, when there's information missing, the brain simply fills it in. What does it fill it in with? Past experience. You can never experience the same thing, exactly the same thing twice. So take for example burning your hand on the stove. It may look like you can burn your hand repeatedly on the stove but it'll never be exactly the same experience. It'll be a variation. And that's the same with everything. But once you burnt your hand on the stove once, your human logical mind referenced it. So it references everything that's to do with burning your hand on a stove under one label. Burning hand on stove. So if that was a filing system in a physical library, you would go there and you would find burning on the stove and then a whole host of experiences behind it. But the actual tab, the actual reference point is burning on the stove. So you're in your kitchen and you approach the stove. And you're about to turn on one of the rings on the stove. And your human logical mind goes and gets that little tab ready just in case. The trigger point is seeing the stove and turning it on. Now this is a very, very obvious example But this is how the human logical mind works. So there are certain trigger points. Some triggers are deeper than others. The belief that your human logical mind is, is that the stove is dangerous. But you don't see the belief. You may feel something being triggered in you. And that is just to avoid the pain. Because you remember burning your hand on the stove. So your human brain will tell you it's trying to keep you safe by not allowing that to happen. It's reminding you of when it did happen. Chances are you will go all out to avoid putting your hand anywhere near the stove top. Just in case. Now somebody who has not had the experience of burning themselves on a stove will have a completely different set of attitude when they approach your stove stove won't trigger them. They've never been burned by a stove, so they don't see it. Now their behaviour and how they turn the stove on, how they put pots, pans, take them off, how they interact with that object will be completely different. And some of it may trigger you. Because you've got an experience of pain that they don't have. And your human logical mind will try and tell you that in order to avoid them... Experiencing the pain that you did, you have to change their behaviour in order to keep them safe. Remember, they have no reference point for pain in relation to the stove because they never burnt their hand on the stove. You did. Chances are that every single person who comes anywhere near your stove in the kitchen, you will try and alter their behaviour. In order to keep them safe. Now take this example. And widen it out to every single human being. In this dimensional space. Who are all working from their own reference points. At any one time. And you will see a set of behaviours that you couldn't see before. Those who have been through similar pain. If somebody else came into your kitchen who'd also burnt their hand on a stove would stand with you so now you have two people in a kitchen who have each burnt their hand on a stove at any one time in their lives anybody who walks into that kitchen who has never had that experience now has to deal with two people who will go all out to try and change their behaviour so that the event they went through never happens to this person and again Take this wider out into the human race and people's behaviour. It's always about the person, it's never about you. So, although it looks like we should be changing the behaviour of those around us because the, their behaviour affects us, we have to change internally first. And once we remove the triggers, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how many times the person who has burnt their hand on the stove tries to change your behaviour. You'd be immune to it because you won't be triggered. But you will be able to see why they are. So instead of becoming very defensive and saying to them, look, I know what I'm doing, get out of my way. You can have compassion for what they've been through but maintain your sovereignty and do it the way that you wish to do it. And in showing them the way that you're doing it, you move them out of their trauma by giving them a different reference point, which can overwrite the pain reference point they're currently working with. That is how we remove the default setting, which is always pain. Always pain is the default setting in this dimensional space. We remove that default setting, and we come from a place deep within our heart space. We begin to understand that love and truth wins each and every time. We begin to understand that we lose nothing by loving When love flows through us, it heals in ways that are breathtaking. And we don't have to, most of the time, do anything other than stand in love and truth and allow it to work through us. We walk with archangels. We walk with the crystal kingdom. We walk with energies we cannot physically see, and yet we feel them. There is more to this dimensional space references as Earth Earth as, that our eyes will ever see. But we have to switch. We have to switch from using our human logical mind to our heart. but bit like putting on night vision. It's all dark around us until we put on the night vision goggles which is our heart space and then we can see everything. So the key... The first key that heaven gives us is the key to open the door to our heart. Because often we will have to take refuge. We go inwards. When we're feeling threatened, when we're feeling overwhelmed, while we're feeling that, oh, this is the end, we open our heart and we step inside and we find shelter and we remember. Remember. We fill up on the love that is and then we go back out. It's not a retreat. It's not a, oh my goodness, darkness will get me quick, let me into my heart where I will stay there forever and never come out. That's not what is occurring. Often when we are working at this level, we will almost drain ourselves. We will become like batteries and we will just try and keep on and keep on and keep on. Now, love and truth is a never-ending supply. The reason that we become drained is that we start to ration the supply because our human logical mind tells us that something is finite. Our human logical mind has never had the experience of something that is infinite before, let alone eternal. It simply doesn't understand the terms. That is related, of course, to death and grief. We are conditioned continuously that something has, nothing will endure forever. Something will die, then rebirth, die, then rebirth, die, then rebirth. So the idea of infinite and eternal is, it's woo-woo. It doesn't exist because your human logical mind can't accept it. Except it does exist. So though, Understanding the need to keep that tap on, to allow love and truth to flow through us. To go into our heart space and to fill up on it. To recharge our batteries to begin with. Until we learn to walk with an open heart space, which does not come instantly. And heaven and truth understand this. We have been doing this for millennia. We've been in a war for millennia. So we're not just going to suddenly roll over and become all gooey. That's not love and truth. That is a human logical mind's interpretation of what love can be. It's non-truth, so it's just sticky. A bit like flypaper. If you venture off down that road, it's quite difficult to get out of it because it is so sticky. But it's non-truth, so you will get there. So the first thing that we do is we take the key and we go into our heart space. We simply hold the intention that we are going to go into our deep heart space. We focus on our breathing and we ask to enter the heart space. This is our first step. And for some of you it will not be easy. Your human logical mind will pull up a list of reasons, a list of people, places, events and experiences in order to keep you from doing that. And all the while it'll say, look, I'm just trying to keep you safe here. Don't do it. And there's a small part of you that will say, go on. We lose nothing by loving. We must first of all understand what it is to love ourselves. Because part of the war that darkness has placed upon humanity is this notion that we need something to complete us. We do. We need the other part of ourselves which is stored deep within our heart space. And two negatives will appear to become a positive because of the magnetic resonance that was altered in this dimensional space. This is where you get relationships that are not healthy, shall we say. Where you have two partly vacant people who come together and they come together because they expect the other part of the person to make themselves whole and they will continue to pull together but they will drain each other as they pull together. It's called codependency and there are many variations on this theme. In order to change what we attract into our human life experience we must change our magnetic resonance and we do this through the deep heart space and allowing love and truth to flow through our being turning off the negative polarities in order to bring to us what we may have repelled in our entire life experience. And we will go further into magnetic resonance in a, in a different podcast. For the moment, I wish you just to practice going into your heart space. You need to do nothing other than just open the door. If that's as far as you want to go, then that's fine. But understand that the heart is where the answers lie. They will never be found in your human logical mind. Albeit, the human logical mind can interpret what happens in the heart space and will begin to understand. We need to reverse this heart-mind thing that's going on where our mind... Always shouts louder than the heart. there are two different frequencies. The human brain came along with the human physical vehicle it fully believes that it knows everything, and yet our spirit in truth came in through the deep heart space, which is a different frequency. It's a bit like driving a car that has been set by a previous previous occupant's rules. So imagine you bought a car and the person who had it, had it all set up. They had their stereo system set up. They had the pedals set up. They had the miles per hour set up. Everything. Mirror adjusted, seat adjusted, all the rest of it. And you buy the car and you get in the car and you find that the driver's seat is too squished under the wheel that the rear view mirror doesn't show you anything at all and the stereo system is absolutely deafening you. You wouldn't continue to try and drive that car because it would be dangerous on the road. You would take steps to adjust the driver's seat so that you'd enough leg room to change gears, to drive comfortably. You would alter the rear view mirror so that you could see the traffic behind you, so that you were safe. You would alter your... Side mirrors in order that you could see the traffic on the road. And you may turn off the stereo altogether to begin with until you've got time to make the adjustments so that you adjust this car to how comfortable you feel. And the problem with this dimensional space is that whilst we get in the car and to a certain extent we're allowed to make ourselves comfortable to drive the car, we never ever get round to altering anything other than the driver's seat and the mirrors. And that bit is important. We're not here just to go from birth to death. This vehicle is not just something to get us to the other side. This vehicle is our housing. And once our spirit and truth is full access, it begins to alter everything in order to align it with wider creation and truth, which of course sits out with this dimensional space. If you want to stop driving on the same roads that lead you to the same places with the same experiences, then begin by going deep in your heart space. The step you're looking for is not external, it's internal. Which is why you can't find it. It's actually inside of you. So any time that you're feeling highly frustrated, don't look outside, look inside. Take that 5, 10, 15 minutes to go deep within. And you can change everything in a heartbeat. For the moment we have come to the end of this podcast, Thank you for listening. Continue to read the updated blogs. You may wish to subscribe to the other heaven services that are on offer on the Truth Codes website. And remember, you're not alone. We are united in truth. Thank you for listening.